Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom. This is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the NFL week eight. Oh, it's already week eight. I'm getting sad. There's only so many more opportunities to lose money, which is something we did very well in week seven. I shouldn't say we. I'm sorry. Me. I did. I did it, guys. We're back. We're back. I'm losing money again. I went two and four on the season, and I couldn't find a winner to save my life. I'm actually amazed I got the two winners on this one. Now, I have to bring up the disappointing news that I'm still up on the season 2017 and one on the record, but man, last week was just all over the place. Casey absolutely screwed me in every opportunity, putting them in money line parlays, thinking, yeah, this is this is the get right game. Here we go. That just absolutely killed me because not only did I have them in the over, well, that's not didn't even come close because Casey scored three points and you, you really need both teams to score to get the over usually. And the parlay that I joked with with the Panzerati Prince, the Green Bay Rams, Tampa Bay, Arizona money line parlay at minus 150 would have come home. That would have won, but I had to include Casey and everything. A nice little, like, learning gambling tip. Don't think about the past too much. I know we use empirical data all the time to go, like, they're 17 and 4 at home in the last 25 years every time that there's a full moon. I understand that that's the kind of thing that we usually put towards it, but you really have to have a short memory of building up not what KC was last year. But we have eight weeks this year now. It's time to look at what this year is doing for you, and they've been bad. I took the Rams, minus 15. They didn't cover. They only they only won by nine. <sighs> Green Bay, minus seven and a half. Green Bay has been a steady winner for me. So that that I'm very proud of myself. And Indianapolis, plus four coming through. The Panzeri Prince and I both had that as well. And we got to talk about them coming up on this week as well. They got a big game against Tennessee this week. So it was a big loser for me, but not a big loser for everyone else. The Panzeri Prince went two and one. Charlie Chalk went two and one again. He's eight and two in the last four episodes. Eight and two. What are you doing listening to me? Listen to Charlie Chalk. But the Panzerai Prince, he's up 8-6 and six in the season. And the Gambler, he's up on the season as well. Jeez, all these guys up on the season? Losing money with Andrew Bascom has failed you. Now, I would never tempt the gods by calling it something like winning money with Andrew Bascom. But good God. You know, Charlie Chalk and I always talk about, you know, the big spreads and watch out for those minus 15s and 16s and even 13s. You just, it's hard to write the script in your head. But now... We're getting into the parts of the season with all these buys that it's almost impossible. We have very good teams and we have very bad teams in this league. And that chasm between the two is getting wider and wider. So you're going to st- you're going to start to see more uh, and more big lines coming out and you got to start to be able to navigate them. You might notice a trend in my picks this week that I'm choosing some of the more tight games because this also goes to our other favorite thing that we like to do on this podcast, which is fade the public. Anytime the public is going one way on something, we should be going the other. So I'm going to highlight those as we make those picks coming up. But let's not waste any more time. Our favorite spicy king going two and one last week, the Panzerati Prince, coming up next. Up first, the Panzerati Prince coming off a perfect 2-0 and record to get in the black. Now 8-6 and six on the season. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? I'm doing good, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to hear your picks because last week, I lost my shirt, so I need I need some help finding some winners. So, what's the best way to find a winner? To go with a nice slice of mozzarella, a nice safe pick, which is of course your specialty. So, where are we going with your first pick? 
Oh, you well, you know, you're gonna like where I'm going with my first pick, and maybe you can follow me into the into the the room here. Uh, okay, going right. with your Buffalo Bills to oh. absolutely put the hammer down on the shit, shit, shit Miami Dolphins at yeah. minus fourteen. Buffalo is pissed. Buffalo should never have lost that game against Tennessee, who's severely overrated. Yep. Yeah, you'll, you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> but they're back at home. They're coming off the bye. And they are ready to destroy. And I think 14 points, it's not even going to be close. I think this is a blowout. Miami is at the bottom of the league, and they're going to stay there. And uh, Buffalo is going to be firing on all cylinders. I would assume. I would be surprised if they don't. They've got to be ready for this one. Yeah. Bills minus 14. Bills minus 14. I, okay, so Bills coming off the bye, I think, is a big one, too, because everyone coming off a bye has had two weeks to prepare for an opponent. Has, you know, it's kind of a get-right game and, and to get healthier, too, which the Bills had, you know, had to do. So I agree after that, the, the terrible taste in their mouth after the Tennessee loss, which was a lot of, um, we kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago, but it was very much a choice in a lot of ways, too. It's like, no, yeah. let's let's just try and go for it. Ah, oh, we lost. Okay. So I think you're right, and Miami looks dreadful. Miami looks dreadful in so many ways because they have the worst offensive line of football right now. Their defense, which was supposed to be their, their calling card, is dreadful. And, and against this Buffalo offense, that's going to look pretty rough. So, you know, hard to fight you on this one. Buffalo minus 14. Yeah, like why did we go into the season thinking that Miami and Washington were going to have the two best defenses in the league and they've both been maybe like for sure bottom five? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know because – and they got the opposite problem. Washington's defensive line is good. Their secondary is terrible. Uh, Miami's secondary is pretty good, and, they're off, and their defensive line are getting pressure is really, really terrible. So I, I we, got, we got to remember, like, next time, one without the other isn't very much. You know, yeah. you have an incomplete defense at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. So my safe pick of the week – okay – this is, uh, oh God, I shouldn't be t- taking deep size for my safe pick of the week, but I'm going to be taking the Los Angeles Rams minus 14 and a half against Houston. Uh, it, and that's just because, you know, you know what happens to Houston? They lose by three touchdowns to everybody, except for New England for some reason. But everybody just kicks the living crap out of them. It was 17 and a half last week against Arizona, and you could have d- almost doubled that. So I'm just going to take LA because that's what they should have did to Detroit, but it didn't happen, and now they're just going to absolutely put the boots to them. So this is my safe pick of the week. Hopefully, don't have to turn on the game and when I watch the red zone they go and we're going over to Houston where we have a close and I'm like oh my god oh my god that is my dream that's my fear but I'm gonna go with 14 and a half there yeah definitely don't watch this game I think no. for anyone listening don't watch this game this is maybe the worst one on the slate other than Jacksonville Seattle um but yeah LA had you know what it's funny with the Rams I mean they're so dominant but mm-hmm. they have not really blown out those teams that you thought they were gonna blow out yep. you know and, and I think this is one of those weeks that they they kind of almost – they don't have to. No, this is not a you have to blow this team out. But <laughs> I, I'd like to see a convincing win from them here. Yes, so yes I'm not thinking – I'm not a little shaky on them when they do play, uh, you know, a powerhouse. Houston, however, you know, can keep it close for the first quarter and then they go to sleep and that's it for them because they're yeah. off. Well, the trading of Mark Ingram, like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, where I was doing this, like, thing in my head of, like, well, if they started Tyrod Taylor, maybe I should – oh, my God, no. Just take the Rams. Like, let's just not worry about it. Oh, God, it's so stupid that we have to stress about this. Okay, speaking of stress, where are we going with your spicy pick of the week? Which, by the way, I do want to bring up your spicy pick of the week last week was the Indianapolis Colts and Sunday Night Football, and you had mentioned how you should also take them the money line. Well, guess what? You would have won on both of those last week, so I'm excited to see where you're going to give us this week. Well, this week – I think the same. I'm going with my spicy, and I'm also going to take my spicy to hit the money line here. And this is as picante as it can be. The Detroit Lions are going to get their first 
win of the season this Sunday at home against the lowly Philadelphia Eagles. Detroit, uh, plus three and a half, take it. Yeah. Take the money line if you want to make a little extra cheddar. Because, yeah, yeah, it's time. It's time. I Okay, well, you know what? You know how spicy your pick is? Let's ring it up. Two picks for Detroit Lions. Let's go. Plus three and a half. I love this. I think this is awesome. I Dan Campbell, they want to fight for this guy. He cries in the press conferences. Jared Goff saving his NFL career potentially. I love this. Philadelphia is god awful. They will put up points. But three and a half plus the hook on the field goal. I love this. I can't believe we have the same one. Yeah, I just, you look at it and you think of Detroit's games this season and they've had a lot of heartbreakers, like a lot of heartbreakers yeah. against some re- some really good teams who we're talking about as contenders. So I think, hey, you know what? At home, they've got Philly coming. Both teams are going to put points on the board. I think this is going to be a high scoring. I'd even look at the over here. Yep. Um, yep. I just think that this is one of those games that, yeah, they really want to run through a brick wall for Dan Campbell and this is the game to do it. I I am right there with you. I It's... it's it is inexplicable that they are this good, but they are getting healthier. Their offensive line is getting better. You know, they've got their center back. They're going to get Sewell back. Uh, you know, I, I can't believe their defense is actually playing as well as it is, but it is, and Philadelphia is not great. They're, they seemingly are lost exactly what they're trying to do, and you're starting to get the feeling that they might be going for the number one pick alongside Jacksonville, Houston. Oh, my God, so many teams. So I think we're going to go with Detroit. I think I'm going to love this one, plus three and a half. I, when I saw when it was two and a half, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Now going all the way to three and a half, I really like this one as well. Oh, my God, fans are Prince, we're on the same page spice-wise. Yeah, I think, honestly, if Detroit loses this game, they'll go 0-17. Yeah, yeah. I, when else there's, a, they... there's a few of these teams, though. Like, I, I think of the same thing with Houston. I'm thinking the same thing with a couple of them. Like, whoa. Yeah, Wait. this is going to be a, uh, a a year for some really bad teams. Like, oh, some it's really bad teams at the bottom. Awful. Well, that's what that's what helped contribute to last week's terrible games where everything was a blowout. We got we, we to be comfortable with these next couple of weeks going up until week 14 when the buys end. Uh, with having big spreads and having these big blowout games and finding some way to make money on it. And you know what? If it's the Detroit Lions and maybe a little sprinkle on the money line, that's the way we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, it. There we go. Pants right, Prince. I hope you get another 2-0 and week and I hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Oh, you too, Andrew. Take it easy. Coming up next, coming off a 2-1 and week and a absolutely crazy 8-2 and over his last four episodes is the one, the only. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, thanks for having me on again. I'm doing great and listening to those numbers. I'm 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 oh. ready to go. I'm I don't know. Oh. I just, chalk, chalk, chalk. You're killing man. me. Yeah. I know, seriously. This so, uh, the chalk has been paying off this year. This it, year so far, chalk well, has been coming home. That's what the that's what we're seeing. So we're gonna yeah. go again with it this week. So just to let you okay. know, chalk chalk. No, just heads up. Okay. Yeah, it's going up for more chalk. Well, wh- which chalk pick are you going with there first? Well, I've got three picks for you. Um, okay. Surprisingly, all are chalk to give you a heads up. But to satisfy the host, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills minus 13 and a half at home against probably the second worst team in the league, the Miami Dolphins. Um, wow. I just can't. They're a terrible team, and they're dumping on their number one quarterback, who actually has had some pretty good numbers. But even then, what's the man thinking? You know, they're just they're throwing them under the bus. Buffalo Bills are a lock to yeah, 
on Sunday afternoon. Oh my God, a lock. Here we go. Charlie Chalk's lock of the week is taking Buffalo minus 13 and a half. Yeah, you know what? I, I'd love to disagree with you. The Panzerai Prince has taken this one as well. Uh, it's, it, you know, I, I just, I, it's, it feels like a get right game for them. You know, Buffalo coming off a bad loss against Tennessee and having a bye. They've been just preparing for a bad Miami team who's got terrible defense. Absolutely. And Buffalo. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yep. Well, there you go. So that's your first pick of the week. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to go with my first pick of the week. This one I like. This one's a fun one. Minnesota Vikings plus two against Dallas at home. Uh, I just think this is going to be a fade the public team. Everybody is going to love Dallas. And Minnesota has been playing a lot better. They've got a really good defense and they can run the ball really well. And against a Dallas defense that is maybe a little bit overhyped, you know, just because they are such a difference other than last year. Uh, I don't think they're an elite defense at all. And I think the Minnesota Vikings don't make a lot of mistakes. Kirk Cousins only has two picks on the whole year. And I really do think that we could see a big upset here. So I'm going to go with the Vikings plus two against Dallas. You know, I, I, I'm, I hesitate only because of Dallas, but I also like your pick. And the other thing interesting uh-huh. I heard now Diggs is up for uh, a defensive player of the year. Because sure. he's had an interception in six straight games or whatever. Yes. But he also is the worst defender. And these are stats yeah. back. As a defensive player, he's a gambler. Yeah. He goes for the interceptions, he gets them, but he also, he's prime for picking. So you've got, if you don't like Minnesota straight up, take Jefferson, Thielen, take definitely yards. You're right. Your yep. cousin could have a big game today. I could, See, I completely agree with you. I think I think Diggs is a real a feast or famine kind of guy, and we've seen a lot of feasting. Yes. So I imagine some famine is going to come along the way as well. So there we go. We're just going to fade the public on that one. So Minnesota good. plus two, where good, are you going good, with your good. second pick of the week? Well, my second one is another one the host will like, and that's your Whoa. favorite Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> not my fave, but uh, you know what? Minus three and a half at home. I don't even care. Uh, you know, who plays quarterback for Cleveland this weekend? Yeah, exactly. I, I think that Pittsburgh's pretty pitiful. They're hanging in there. Probably low scoring game, but three and a half points. Um, Cleveland's just a better team and Pittsburgh's going nowhere. Right. So I like three and a half minus three and a half. Take the Cleveland Browns. See, that is also my second pick, too. Oh, wow. I also like Cleveland. I understand, I understand that, yeah, maybe you're playing to the crowd here, but I yeah. also like Cleveland minus three and a half, and I completely agree with you. It doesn't matter if Baker plays or not, which yeah. it says something more maybe about Baker than anything else. Um, but yeah, Cleveland's defense is really good. Their offensive line is getting healthy. Their, their running backs are getting healthy, and Cleveland's just a better team than Pittsburgh. So I, I really do think it's more of the difference of, you know, Pittsburgh's defense is going to be pretty good, and I think Cleveland's offense can, you know, definitely hold their own. It's the difference between Cleveland's defense being very good and Pittsburgh's offense not being very good at all. And any any injuries coming back for Cleveland are going to help them. I mean, it, it, it's um, yes. I just it's it's a better team and at home. It, they're a tough team at home, so I I do think Cleveland minus three and a half is a good bet. Well, there you go. Okay, so we're on the same page with that one. Wow. So let's just go right into your third pick. Well, surprisingly, I'm going to take a an away team, but a pretty heavy favorite at the Los Angeles Rams minus 14 and a half in Houston. What can I say? One thing about the Rams, they don't care what the score is. They run up the score. They're not afraid to win 35, nothing. They will go. Houston has nothing. And um, the Rams love to throw the ball. They're a good, good football team. And uh, I just think that um, 14 and a half is nothing. So, I like the LA yep. Rams. I, I just see this as, as probably the easiest game too. I just think that, that Houston's has no defense on what the Rams will do. And no. uh, 14 and a half is nothing. 
No, I, I, I'm right there with you. I took this pick with the Pans right wow. earlier. Wow. I like the 14 and a half. I like the Rams. I Houston's just doing a good job of, you know, losing big to really good teams. And I think this is just going to continue with the Rams. So right there with you. Well, wow, you and I are in lockstep today. I, I guess we are. I don't know what this has to, you know, what's going on. Chalk, chalk, all of a sudden, everyone's <sighs> just jumping on the train. And uh, I don't think if you've been doing it for three weeks now, uh, why not keep it going while it's hot? So those, oh, um, I, they I'm, all look good. Yeah. I'm completely with you. So for my third pick, my last pick, I, I don't know if you're going to like this as chalk or not. So you got to let me know. I am taking a favorite, but it's unconventional. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts minus a one and a half versus Tennessee at home. Uh, I just think Tennessee eventually will be shown as frauds. Yes, they played really well against the Chiefs, which means a little bit less now, but they also played really well against Buffalo that people believe is really good. But they also lost to the Jets. And I think that's also really important to keep that in mind. I think Indianapolis has just had a terrible schedule in the first couple of games and is playing a lot better. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Carson Wentz is playing pretty well. So I think a point and a half at home as kind of a shock the world one and also a fade the public. Two of my three picks are fade the public because everyone is going to be on Tennessee because that's all people have talked about all week. Let's go with Colts minus point and a half. You see, you were a true better. These are the games I keep away from. I see it as a, a close game, but I would look at Tennessee only because... Um, but Indy with Wentz, Wentz, remember, he's not coming. He 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 is an MVP quarterback. He, he's not far off. Yes. He's been injured. He is a good quarterback. Indy's a good team. Right. So is Tennessee. Yep. That's why it's close. But I'm glad you're the better at doing it. I'm staying away from it. <laughs> well, there we go. So your picks are going to be recapped at Losing Money WAB. But Charlie Chuck, we hope you have another profitable weekend. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Hey, great, Andrew. Let's keep it going. Talk to you later. And our next guest on Losing Money with Andrew Bascom is making his triumphant return, the one, the only, the up on the year, importantly, the gambler. How you doing? Doing well. I'm a little bit, you know, disappointed with, with last week. I mean, it was it was mm. kind of a the Rams fucked us in a in a bit yeah. of a you know disappointing and, and surprising game. Uh but yeah, you know, still up on the year. Would have loved to have been, I think, four and three, but uh it is what it is. Yeah, well, there you go. So, so going into this though, you know, we're gonna we're going right back to five hundred. Here we go. We're gonna go even further up on the year with your tease of the week and where are we starting. So, I'm gonna take a little bit of a different direction uh, this week. I'm I'm gonna pick a team that I, I usually stay away from, but it's hard to deny okay. right now. They're they're tr- they're really hot. Uh, that is none other than the Cincinnati Bengals Ooh. laying ten and a half on the road yeah. as they visit the none none other than New York Jets. The quarterbackless Jets. <laughs> yeah. uh, who the hell is it going to be? It's it's a who's who. Is it Joe Flacco? Is it you know? It, it's it's a who's who. For that Mike reason, White? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a, whoever auditions off the street at this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, yeah. I just think you know their their confidence. The Bengals' confidence is an all time high coming off of that super impressive win over the the Ravens. Honestly, yep. I'm, I'm not looking too deeply into this one. You know, the line is at 10 and a half. We're teasing that down to four and a half. So give me okay. Cincinnati minus four and a half. I just don't see the Jets really putting up any, any real points. And honestly, look at Cincy's defense. They've been coming on lately. They really have. They've been playing incredibly well and sitting at a normal line of 42. I really like the under as well. I just, I don't, I don't know what the Jets are going to give you in this one. And 
you know, not for nothing, but the Jets defense is playing a little bit better too. So I love that. If you can get six points going under the 48 as well, I like that as well. I'm just bringing that up because I know that game will not come up otherwise in this episode. So there you go. You're going to go Cincinnati four and a half. Where are we going for the next game? Next game is probably the best betting matchup of the week. And that is the Miami Dolphins on the road getting 13 and a half against the mighty, the mighty Buffalo Bills coming off of their bye week. Yeah, I mean, just to just to throw out some stats, Buffalo is six and zero against Miami in their last six. McDermott is six and three against the spread versus Miami. And here's right. one that I really liked: road dogs that are a seven and a half point or more underdog are six and thirteen against the spread this season. So you're oh, looking wow. at Miami getting almost two touchdowns. I don't see it happening. We are teasing this down from to Buffalo minus seven and a half. I know it's an ugly number. It's probably the ugliest number ever or or the ugliest number period in betting. Oh, yeah. So if the number scares you, put some juice on it, get it to minus seven. Hell, get it to minus six and a half. You know, you're going to still be plus plus odds or positive odds. So get yourself down to seven, six and a half, whatever makes you comfortable. I don't give a shit. I'm taking Buffalo minus seven and a half. This is going to be a blowout game. Give me the bills. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay, so Cincinnati four and a half, Buffalo seven and a half, and this is a three-game teaser. So, what's your third leg? The last one is another game where I just like not so much the the matchup, but I love the spot the team is in that I'm going to pick, and that is none other than New England getting five and a half on the road against the Charger. Oh wow! I like New England for a few reasons. Number one, if you look at New England's record this season, with the exception of their loss to the Saints, they keep it close. They don't win big. They don't lose yep, big. Yep, yep. Belichick, the, you know, the, whatever deal he made with the devil, the man is <laughs> <laughs> the man is 28, 14, and 2 against the spread as an underdog. That's That's, that's, that's straight up, right? That's crazy. Here's another stat, and this is the one that I really love. This is this is maybe the stat of the week for me. Okay. NFL road dogs this season mm-hmm. that are under a, that are that are dogs by less than a TD are yep. thirty and twelve against the spread this season. That is Whoa. a seventy-one percent coverage rate. Wow. So, Take a look at the other spreads this week and think about that. But for that reason, above all other reasons, not to mention Belichick's record, I am teasing New England up 11 and a half. Give me the Pats plus 11 and a half. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Okay, so that's a three-game teaser. Six points, getting to a plus 150 for those games. Cincinnati minus four and a half. Buffalo minus seven and a half. And New England plus 11 and a half. Honestly, I'm not going to fight you on that one because I'm going to start with my tease of the week, and that's starting with New England. Uh, I So I'm right there with you for a lot of reasons. Justin Herbert's worst game last season came against New England. And that, yes, rookie quarterback, you know, Bill Belichick, all that kind of stuff. But I also believe that, like, Bill Belichick did this thing this week of going, like, you know, he's, he's a great quarterback. He's going to be great. One of the best quarterbacks, you know, the, this year and stuff like that. When he starts doing that bullshit, you know he's, like, got it in for you. He's like, I figured out a few things. Okay, yeah, I've seen a few things I like. You know, I, I think, so I'm going to be taking a seven-point tee, so I'm going all the way up to 12 and a half, moving, ac- moving across a couple of important lines is there as well. But is it, I just think L.A., 
is is bound for a little bit of a fall. I think they are absolutely one of the best teams in the AFC. That is no doubt. But they are not going to finish. You know, whatever. What are we doing? Fifteen and two now. Yeah, fifteen and two. They're not going to be doing that. So like, why not? Why not think that one of those games could be a little bit tough against the New England Patriots, who are fighting for their playoff lives right now? So we're going to go with twelve and a half. So you and I are aligned on that one completely. The second, second, the leg. second place yeah. Patriots. That's how bad that division well, yes. is. The second, the that three and four second place Patriots. I used to make fun of everyone for the AFC South, but honestly, the AFC East, the mighty, mighty AFC East, is is no better at this point. It's it's, it's a nightmare division between the Nets and the uh, between the Jets and the Dolphins. Uh, okay, so my second leg here, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns plus three and a half versus the P- Pittsburgh Steelers. So we're going with seven points. That's where we're getting three and a half. Uh, Cleveland is at home and getting healthy. These are two things that should scare the Pittsburgh Steelers who are not that good. Let's just be real. Their defense is good in the way that they will hold people to being a little bit honest, but their offense is garbage. And the one thing that is a lot better this year in Cleveland, their defense. So I just think it's a nightmare scenario. I, how honestly, dare you? I how dare you speak ill will of Big Ben Roethlisberger, the man with, <laughs> with the bionic elbow and the the, the fucking corpse that he Rap is sheet. in the lower, but just yeah, <laughs> yeah. just the, yes. the criminal, yeah. right? The, whatever you want to call uh, the, the yeah. criminal, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, criminal. the sex criminal, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, yeah. The sexual predator, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, exactly. <laughs> Here he is throwing interceptions and being creepy in front of women. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm right. Th- I just I just think, like, Baker Makefield is probably not going to play, and he shouldn't. That injury sounds truly disgusting. But the step down to his <laughs> understudy is not that big. And I, I really think that's also one of those things that Cleveland needs to look themselves in the mirror at the end of the year when they have to think about offering Baker a contract again is that this team with a good line and good running backs and a good defense – is a really, really good team, Baker or not. So I'm taking the three and a half. We're getting past that important line of the three, going to three and a half, so they can just win by, uh, or excuse me, lose by a field goal. But I think Cleveland's going to win. So I'm taking the three and a half on that one. And then to the next one, I'm going with Washington. This is the important one. Washington, plus 10 at Denver. Denver sucks. Let's just be real here. Denver is not a good team. They're not a good team. Go back to week one or week two, and we're like, hey, you know, t- touchdown Teddy and that Denver defense, you know, they might, they're, they're the <laughs> underdog. What a bunch of bullshit. What a bunch of idiots we are. <sighs> Denver is shit, bottom line. Yeah. Denver is not a good team. Their defense that was supposed to be. So, like, one of those ones where Denver's defense has to be in the top five for them to be a good team. They're not in the top 10. So, that's really bad. Bradley Chubb, you know, is injured, but like, you know, put that on repeat for the so I can save my voice for the next couple of years. He's never been able to be on the field. They can't get pressure. Their two inside linebackers are hurt, right? So they're they're out. Their two backups are both hurt. They've had to make trades this week to even start people to play on inside linebacker. They're not going to get any pressure. And yes, Fuck, I might I try for inside about. linebacker. Yeah, have you thought about that? What's your pad size? They could probably be playing in Denver right now. We should ship you over there. Is is that Washington is no good. Like, I just want to make sure that I'm talking about Denver. They're bad. But the other side, the, the team I'm putting my hard-earned money on is Washington, and they're also terrible. But are they 10 points wor- worse than the absolutely terrible Denver Broncos? I do not believe so. So I'm going to be taking the plus 10 on that one. Three-game teaser, seven points, plus 120. Gambler, what do you think? I love it. I love that Washington pick. I just, who the fuck is Denver going to ever beat by double digits? I don't see it happening. And, and Washington has been a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team this season. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they've looked really, really bad. And then at other times they're like, yeah, you know, they're, maybe they're not that bad. So exactly when you're giving me double, double digits on Washington or, or sorry, double digits on anybody over, over Denver, I'm, I'm going to be hard pressed not to take that. Yeah. Who is Denver beating 
honestly, who are they beating by double digits? I, I know. I've, that's, that is, that's what the argument comes down to. You could have told me whoever the team was on the other side, and I'm like, yeah, they're not going to beat them by double digits. That's totally fine. Alabama? No, yeah, totally not. Okay, so Gambler, that's where our picks are. We're going to recap those at Losing Money WIB. But thank you so much for coming on, and we hope you have fun losing money this weekend. I'm excited. I hope to put one back in the uh, in the win column, and uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for losing money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please subscribe, rate, review, do whatever you need to do on whatever you are listening to this podcast on. Once again, free daily picks at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, making picks through the World Series for basketball, for hockey, and for Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football on top of that. Losing lots of money over there. So please join us over there. Give us a follow. Give us a like. That goes a long way as well. Plus, we do the recaps of these episodes. So if it's going too quickly for you here, we talk pretty quick. We give out a lot of picks. If you want to see in writing, at Losing Money WIB, Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again for Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Have fun losing money this weekend. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!